The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Deep down the middle, has got his man, and he's gone! Jason Swain, touchdown! Yeah, yeah. It's time for the Swain Event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give it to his house and a red flag. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. It is Wednesday, the first of the month. Five minutes past the top of the hour. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center studio. It is a great day to have a great day. Hope you are having a great morning so far. 865-255-03 is our telephone number to the Irish Network's hotline. Ben! Hey, man, it's not baseball season, man. Why you wearing your Yankees uh, pullover, hoodie this morning, man? You, 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 you think you're slick, man. Let the Braves fans have a moment. They just won the World uh, Series. Doing, Freddy, what, Freddy, doing what you do best this morning. I'm cutting you off because no, you're, you're doing what you do it, best this morning no, you, and stirring the no, pot. No, you we, we wore that even, sweatshirt on your, purpose. Your mic hasn't even been on for a minute. No, and no, you're stirring you the pot. Ain't slick. I know you. No, man. You ain't slick over there you. stirring the pot. I know you. Is it is basketball football season? Why are you wearing that sweatshirt, Ben? Go ahead and tell me that it was the first thing you saw this morning. Go ahead and lie to me. Lie to me, Ben. It was the first sweatshirt, <laughs> sweatshirt sitting at the top of my bed, but there there were like three sweatshirts I could have picked from. What was the other choices? I don't know. I didn't look. Mm. I just was like, all right, that one's fine. A, uh, I'm not a Yankees fan April through October. I'm a Yankees fan 365 days out of the year, even when it's not baseball season. Mm-hmm. B, it gets hot as all get out in this room, and this is a thin sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Could have wore a T-shirt. A little t-shirt. Jennifer Morris helped you find a house, Ben. She did so much for your family, and you're rubbing it in that the Yankees are getting ready to They're get... not going to sign Freddie Freeman. Hey, hey man, they, they're nervous. No, they're not. The, they're it, nervous. It's all, it's all agent speaking to media members, and I guarantee you it's it's Freddie's agent. Now, I do think the Braves are tripping. The, the, the dude won you a World Series after sitting through a ridiculous rebuild and did not say a peep, did not complain one time. He's an MVP, one of the best baseball players in the game. 
and, and you're you're hung up on essentially nothing if the reports from some of the the media members like John Heyman tweeting last night six years one eighty million Ooh. why why is that a big deal that's apparently what Freddie Freeman is seeking why are you just not giving that to him pay that Braves man. fans after after everything he's done for your organization no, the fans want to pay him why I, why I know the fans are right they they should I mean it's ridiculous that the Braves front office is is just not giving him what he wants essentially I think he has earned it don't don't be over the top in what you're asking for but he's earned anything that he wants that's right so I look I would take Freddie Freeman in a heartbeat I love Freddie Freeman he's one of my favorite baseball players but it's it's not happening and even if the Braves don't resign him it, it looks like the Dodgers would be the favorite anyways because he is he's a Cali kid, a, a Cali kid. Mm-hmm. man I, I I am I like the gif I posted I'm I'm back there Watching from a distance. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just watching from a distance. Getting yeah, he, my hopes up. He wants for, to be in Atlanta. Five seconds. He wants to be in Atlanta, so if he's not in Atlanta, that's the uh the organization's fault there for sure. He needs to be in Atlanta. Yeah, for sure, man. KY Vall on the text box says, Good morning, guys. Justin Powell five or five from three. Um I was watching this game last night. I actually watched it twice because I, I was un- taking down braids. So I got I had a chance to watch it twice. I just watched it twice. Got plenty of time. Ain't nothing else to do. Just sitting there taking down braids. So going back and, and watching the game two times, especially this game was fun because number one, Tennessee beat the beat the brakes off of uh, their opponent. Number two. Tom Harden, Dane Bradshaw was on the call. Like you just, you just, you don't get much better than than that duo. Now, nope. I love Tom Hart um, and um, Jimmy Dykes. I love that duo too. But man, I can listen to those two dudes talk basketball uh, all day long. So going back and, and, and watching the game over, just yo this. Think about where this team was last year. NBA talent, just like this year. NBA talent, but couldn't shoot the ball from the outside. We were a two-point jump shot shooting team that sometimes was streaky, and Santiago was our best shooter, really our only shooter. And then... Didn't have that speed at point guard that you needed, that you wanted. And then in a couple months, Rick Barnes totally flips the roster and look at this team now. Look at this team now. Look at me now. Look at, oh. how, look at how well this team shoots the basketball from the perimeter and they added speed to the point guard position. Not just one player, but multiple players. They are versatile. You want to go small, we can go small. We got one of the smallest dudes in the SEC. Two of them. But then we can go, we can go Zakai Ziegler. We can go Chandler with, with, with Vis, Viscovy. Santi. And then we can go, he said we can call him what we want to call him. So that's what I'm going to do. Bob Scovy. Yeah, we'll call him Bob, whatever. Um, then you can go Justin Powell. Then you can go with with Josiah Jordan James with the four if you want to, if you want to go small because he's he is physical and can handle his own. Um 
when he gets back, we'll see how he fits into the lineup now that Justin Powell's getting more minutes and playing better and being more comfortable. Um, you got Folky back, and then you have the most improved player on this basketball team, Olivier Camwa. Like, the options that this team have right now at its uh, expo- uh, disposal has just been, it's been fun to watch, man, just in a f- few short games of the season. But, boy, basketball sure is easy when you're making shots. Yes, I, I, I think you you are going to perform well when you finish shooting the ball. Oof. Fourteen of twenty-seven from the three-point line, fifty-two percent. In the first half, they were nine of fourteen, and and everybody's shot was falling last night. Uh, Justin Powell, obviously, five of five. Santi was really the only one that that didn't get his shot to fall. He was one of five, but Victor Bailey Jr., four of eight. Good to see him get going. I didn't realize Kennedy was one of four. He, I guess he, he did have one possession where he missed like two of them. Yeah. Uh, so that he makes had sense. A st- he had a steal, back. and, you know, Kennedy thought he was in the NBA already. Yes, but one of, one of four from oh, – Rick did not like that. Did, did, <laughs> no. Did, did, no. The, did the TV broadcast show his reaction? And and mention him. Yeah. Yeah. He got he, that steal. He's not – not a fan. I got us extra possession, so I'm going to shoot this three. That was Kennedy. You are not in the NBA. <laughs> not yet. Not in the NBA, Kennedy. But it like I'm okay with him shooting one of four, as crazy as that sounds, when he has seven assists and seven steals to go along with it. And he was still seven of 14 from the field because he had some great drives to the rim. So, look, it's one thing if you're one of four. And then you're awful from the field in general, and you're not contributing in other ways. But if, like, you can deal with one of four when when he is seven assists and seven steals, come on, fifteen ben. points still, that's amazing. Come on, Ben, you got you got you got to mention the most important stat there from Kennedy Chandler: zero turnovers. There you go, there you go, Ben. Yes. Which is the most important stat for a point guard, right? Absolutely. turnover uh, ratio. Absolutely. I would rather have zero turnovers than seven assists. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Powell was lights out. Ziegler was two of three. Quentin Debunje got in there late, knocked down a, a three. I, I like those those freshmen that don't really play a ton, by the way. I, I know it's Presbyterian, the mighty blue hose, but – like you, you can see what the staff saw in Jemai Meshack when when he gets in there and he's just stripping folks and, and and driving it to to the rim. I I know it's been used a ton, but he he really does remind me of a young Josh Richardson before before Jay Rich broke out at Tennessee. Like like you can just see it, and, yeah. and he just needs to be developed. And Jonas Adu, I mean, he comes in there and jumping out the gym because of how tall he is and nice couple of putbacks. So hopefully he can. Developing something like you, you see it with the the freshman Quentin Debunje knocked down that corner three, and and he has a pretty stroke. He has oh, yeah. a, as pretty of a stroke as anybody on the team, and ha, ha, has had some nice drives to the rim at, at times this year. Hopefully, those guys can develop because it, it looks like they've got some tools to work with for sure. Yeah. Huntley Hatfield only had six points, but I thought he looked pretty good last night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man! It was good to see the, the the guys. There's only one person last night that drove me crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on! I know it won't do Rose with that with that fantastic touch oh. pass 
on, uh, you know, transition. It, it was Uroch when he caught the ball twice <laughs> under the rim and did not go up. You were seven foot seven, oh, yes. and you caught the ball yeah. under the rim. Put your hand in the air and put the ball in the basket. Really but but what really bothered me was when the Presbyterian post player put his arm into Urosh's chest and backed him down all the way into the paint and got an easy bucket. Hey, man, he's not playing a lot, okay? He's playing more than he should. He's he fifteen minutes is too much against Presbyterian, against Alabama, hey, against man. anybody. No man, those that minutes. That was the game. You give him those minutes, man. Tennessee was up by forty three points at one point. Okay, but he was he was in the game when it was a close game. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, sure Folky was hurt or sick or something. So that's why. That's why. Rick uh, Rick Urosh was a positive last night. I'm I'm more so joking. Than, than anything. It it is pretty remarkable for as frustrating as he is in, in terms of rebounding and, and not really taking advantage of how tall he is. He has like good touch on passes. He's a great passer. He is a great passer. I've I've noticed that lately. But it's just it's just so frustrating when when you see that he I believe his four rebounds like tied a career high and Santiago has had at least four rebounds in every single let game. Let me let me season. let me tell you something, Ben. Uros was the second leading rebounder last night for for Tennessee. Huh? How about that? Second. And he only played, like you mentioned, 15 minutes. Man, when you think about it that way, it's pretty good. Well, sh- should I mention that it was against Presbyterian or no? <sighs> hmm? Look, I my intention was not to 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 joke on Urosh. I, I thought Rick Barnes summed it up perfectly after the game last night. Everybody that played last night had a positive impact, and and that is a a great sign because these next two games are. I, I think we're going to learn a lot about Tennessee the next two games. First true road game of the season mm-hmm. on Saturday at Colorado, and then mm-hmm. you come back. And play Texas Tech on Tuesday in Madison Square Garden. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, ATL VFL says Springer didn't have the impact the Chandler's having. True. They play different positions, though. Um, when you have a point guard like Kenny Chandler, he's going to affect the basketball game a lot more than an off guard uh, like Jaden like Jake Springer. And Kennedy's a better player anyway. So, um, Ben, you've been on that for, for, for a while. But, uh, yeah, Chandler – when you have a point guard like Chandler that possesses the speed that he has, he takes over the ball game on both both sides of the court, unbelievable vision, body control, he can finish with either hand inside of the paint. He's only six foot. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you're right, ATL VFL. You, you are right. Clay says, what about the nice lob pass from the best teammate in America? But for real, Uros has gotten better this year. Uh, VFL 99 says, He's a swole Jay Rich talking about uh May Shack. His his offense game will develop. It will develop. And boy, when it does, watch out. I love May Shack. And the the best thing about Jamai May Shack is his attitude. He he just has an awesome, positive, every day is a good day type of attitude. And and he wants to be coached. He he 
he understands that he is not where he needs to be, and, and he, he wants to be coached. He wants to be developed. He, he's just a, an awesome kid. I know that's kind of used over and over and over again, but it, it really is the case. Go, go listen to any interview with Jemai Meshack, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Impossible not to root for him. ATL VFL says Uros is a point guard trapped in a big man's body. That's right. That's right. That's one way to look at it. That is the only way to look at it. <laughs> Jimmy VFL says, have you heard about Roy Manning allegedly texting a recruit on USC's and Lincoln Riley's behalf while out recruiting for Bob Stoops and OU? Oh, yeah, I heard about it. I'm not surprised. It's a dirty game. For me, For me, I always get a kick out of when like people see how the sausage is made. Like, you know, Link, Lincoln Raleigh basically saying the same thing to his Oklahoma players as he's saying right now as the coach of USC. And folks are like, oh, my gosh. Oh, he's, coaches are lying. He says, this is going to be the mecca of college football. Talking about USC and Isaiah Thomas. Sooners lineman says, told us that last week <laughs> on Instagram. But this is what coaches do. This is what most coaches do. I won't put all of them in the same boat, but this is what most coaches do. They lie. They lie. They quit in the middle of the season. This is what they do. Rude. So, this has been going on for years and years and years, and when you kind of get used to seeing how the sausage is made behind the scenes, stuff like this just doesn't it doesn't really move the needle for me or cause me to react the same way as, as others when they are hearing about stuff like this for the first time. That's what it is. It's grimy. This is a dirty game. It's a dirty, dirty game. Like, why did Brian Kelly even have a meeting? Just to say he did. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of time for everybody. We said it yesterday, Ben, during, during the show. Like, why, why are you even having this meeting? This is, a, this is a total waste of time. Folks, Some folks didn't even show up. The meeting lasts less than you know, five or ten minutes. It's two minutes. He didn't even you know, answer any questions. Like, th- there's never a good way to leave. Because LSU need to have a coach today. They need to recruit. They're a couple of days away from early signing period. They they couldn't wait. Notre Dame, on the other hand, their, their brand kind of sells itself more than what an LSU brand uh, could sell. LSU's in the SEC. Every day without a coach is like a week without a coach. Notre Dame, you can, you can possibly wait on Luke Fickle. You can wait on him. You can wait on him. And so, Brian Kelly had to leave right there. He had to. There's no other way to do it. If Brian Kelly wants that opportunity to win a championship and coach better talent, he had to leave at that moment. I ain't saying it's right. I'm just saying that there's not an easy way to do it. You, you, you're going to break people's feelings, break people's hearts. It's going, you're not going to do it the right way. That's 
what college football has grown to be. I'm pretty sure Josh Heupel left it in a way that, you know, folks thought he could have handled it better. This is not a way, a good way to leave. No. Like in the middle of the night. He's not a good way to leave. Just to your point about Josh Heupel, look at Dylan Gabriel's reaction. Oh, man. My man was hurt. He was hurt. He was, he was hurt, man. He chose violence every day because he was hurt. L- let me ask you this about uh, O'Brien Kelly and and Billy Napier. And I'm asking you about them because they are on Tennessee's schedule next year. And I, I realize that it's December 1st. Rosters for both teams, Tennessee, LSU, Florida, going to look much different now than it will in a month, quite frankly, but does does it give you any any more confidence and any less confidence in terms of Tennessee playing that game next year? I got confidence in in both games, regardless of um, Kelly, who is a great coach, who will be who I think will be good. I don't I don't I don't know how good he will be because personality wise, I don't know how much he will fit. Down there with the Cajuns, and I, I, that's that's the that's my only question. That's the question. I know yeah. he can coach. Yeah, X, X and O's is not a question. But man, you've been you've been you've been doing your thing in the North for a while and getting away with things that probably won't fly down in Baton Rouge. Yeah, you get you get you get you get swung on down there in Baton Rouge with some of that stuff. Correct. Uh, he he did, and they get how, something put in your gumbo. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, they just they just they just they just serve him Heim's gumbo. He won't get the good stuff. You gotta get Himes gumbo. <laughs> um, I'm more worried about the the LSU game, quite frankly. Why? Just just because they they have talent on that roster, and that talent was good enough to beat A and M to finish the season. It was good enough to nearly beat Alabama. Like like talent wasn't the issue with LSU. It was all of the dysfunction. And and theoretically, now the dysfunction is is going to go away. Is it? That's why I said theoretically. I mean, I would expect so. If they're hiring Brian Kelly, a top five coach in college football, like, yeah, the, I'm going to expect the dysfunction to go away and, and those players now to be put in a position to succeed well, and, and it not just be a, a circus like it was under Coach O. Well, it's hard to expect that because while saying that the only thing that's a question is how Brian Kelly – will be a fit. But I don't think that that will rear its ugly head year one if it does rear its ugly head. Mm-hmm. Like, like with Florida and, and like Billy Napier doesn't – like that game I'm kind of – I feel the same about it now as I did before they hired Billy Napier. Like I, I like Billy Napier. I'm intrigued to see what he does. And when I spoke about what I thought Florida needed – and that's a guy that can recruit and a guy that's going to go in there and change the culture. He checks those two boxes, in, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah, off, yeah. off the cuff, I, I think it's going to be a good hire for Florida. But in year one, I don't know that he's going to get things turned around quick enough like LSU could potentially do to where it, it makes me more worried about that football game next year for Tennessee, especially because Tennessee plays Florida at home and then LSU on the road. I mean – the the truth is, you're not gonna have a. You know, it's hard to expect a drastic turnaround in, in year one. 
to meet the expectations of you know, Florida and LSU fans. It's going, it's going to take time. Like Josh Heupel did a great job uh, in year one, plus four wins. But there's still a lot that needs to be done. There's still uh, work to be done with the culture. There's still work to be done with this roster. Um, there's a lot to be done. I don't know how the players at LSU will react to Brian Kelly. It may be good. It may be bad. You just don't know. Correct. We just have no clue. X's and O's wise, yes, he's good. Don't know what type of staff he's going to put together. Like, we got to wait and see there. But based on his past success, it's fair to say, hey, man, he'll, he'll be successful at LSU. But, hey, man, it's just, it's just, it's just different. It's just, it's just different when you come down here and there's a certain way that, that you have to be if you want people to follow you into the fire. Because it just means more. If you want people to follow you into the fire and run through a brick wall, there's a certain way you need to move for people to respect you. And I'm just going to wait and see if Brian Kelly is able to, to, to do that at LSU. That is my only reservation with Brian Kelly. Only. My biggest problem is what LSU's media department, their their graphic design department, putting out that video of Brian Kelly with a terrible green screen in the background. With I mean, goodness gracious. Y'all got way too much money. Way too many resources. We putting out a video like that. I need to hook y'all up with VFL films and the two of y'all on how to put out a, a, a great video, great football content. Do I need to help y'all out? Yes. No, I'm not. Good job, LSU. Great video. That's awesome. Quality is awesome. Great video. Great video. Brian Kelly, man. Those shoes he had on. $350. But, man, what? What, what, are, what, what are those high top? Those are like. High risers? <laughs> what kind of shoes would Brian Kelly have on? I mean, they look clean except for the the bottom sole being about seven inches tall. Look, look at you already breaking in Brian Kelly to the SEC. Already hating on the man. Ain't even coached the game yet. Hey man, shoe shoe game got to improve. Ask Dan Mullen. Shoe, <laughs> shoe game shoe game got to improve. Shoe game got to improve. I don't know. I, I I would argue that uh, coaches who spend more time focused on the shoes don't pan out. Hey, man, all I know is there's a coach, that coach right here in Knoxville, that put some thought into his shoe game when he went on a visit. But see, Hype was so cool, he didn't have to mm-hmm. put thought into his shoe game. It just comes natural, mm-hmm. like it does for you or I. No, I didn't see. Like, we, we, we know what looks good. I didn't see Josh Hype wear some other shoes that wasn't, wasn't Jays, and it looked like he didn't put thought into shoes at all. Well, I mean, you're wearing those right now. Everybody's got those shoes. No, nah, he wore some Nikes. I've never seen him wear these shoes. Can't, you can't wear these shoes as a coach. You got to wear Nike. 865 These are on clouds, baby. Can't be wearing on, you can't be wearing on clouds around campus. Oh, unless you're Rick Barnes. I did say Rick Barnes wear something. Anyways. Rick, don't care. 865 Hour number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Be right back. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503.
Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Hi there, Swain Event family. Are you in the market to purchase a home and a bit freaked out with the market right now? As someone who's been in your spot before, I'm familiar with what's going through your brain. And as a realtor, I've mastered the ins and outs of the buying process. When you work with me, you'll benefit from my experience, and together we'll work toward making sound, smart decisions for your future. And of course, talk a little Vol Sports along the way. Just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill. Or call 865-693-5400. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. 
Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. All right, it's time for around the SEC. Jason Swain, Ben McKee, follow Ben at Ben McKee fourteen. Yeah. All right, follow so Swain at Swain Event. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, Ben. What we have? What we have for around the SEC? Uh, a couple different things. The rumors that Brian Kelly was going to make fifteen million a year were incorrect. Who put that out? Was that um? I think I think that was a. Was that McMurphy who put that out? I don't know. I don't follow McMurphy. Let me go, let me go check. Let me it was check. somebody legit. I know that. Oh, yeah. I, I know. But he's going to make $9 million to start out, and it goes up to $10 million, uh, plus incentives over the course of, of his contract at LSU. Gets an extra 500000 at the end of each year if he's still employed. Then he gets 500000 for just making a bowl. Checking 
uh, and then with that, uh, it, it'll essentially be him averaging 10.5 per year. So he like starts off at 8.6 and goes up to 9 mil by 2025 and like 9.6 by 2030 at the end of his contract. But because of silly incentives that LSU added to his deal, like making $500,000 for just going to a bowl game, it bumps up his salary. Little little smart ways for LSU to to pay him more. Uh, In terms of other SEC news, there were several, several transfers yet again. Texas... This is outside the – well, this is the SEC. A Texas wide receiver, Alvante Woodard, entered the portal. He's a former top 100 recruit, Swain, but he only has seven career catches. Auburn defensive back, Ladarius Tennyson, is in the portal. Uh, former four-star Kentucky linebacker, Jared Casey, is in the portal. Be good. Kentucky running back, Travis Tisdale, is in the portal. Your boy, South Carolina receiver, Jakari Caldwell, is in the portal. And Arkansas freshman defensive tackle Solomon Wright is in the portal. You had five Commodores go into the portal yesterday, uh, in addition to the ones the day prior, most notably Amir Abdur Rahman, receiver that had some catches against Tennessee on Saturday. Uh, Auburn backup defensive lineman Caleb Johnson entered the portal. Uh, Auburn running back Sean Shivers and wide receiver Elijah Canyon entered the portal. whole lot of folks entering the portal yesterday as we expected. Uh, Some other LSU news, according to Pete Sampson, who covers Notre Dame for the Athletic, uh, Brian Kelly reached out to Notre Dame defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman on Monday in an effort to bring him to Baton Rouge. Kelly would intend to make Freeman the highest paid defensive coordinator in college football, and Marcus Freeman is an up-and-comer. He is somebody who is going to be a head coach in the very near future. Notre Dame could potentially promote him to head coach there in South Bend. I think it's something that the players that they're at Notre Dame would love, mm-hmm. uh, according to several reports. Uh, so that, that's something to keep an eye on. That that'd be a great move for LSU and Brian Kelly if he can pull that off. And here's some other good news for LSU. Uh, cornerbacks coach Corey Raymond is expected to remain on Brian Kelly's LSU staff, which is good, really good. Mm-hmm. LSU's corners have have not been an issue, uh, and and there's also been reports that Kevin Falk, the former LSU great running back, former Tiger Kevin Falk, hmm, former Tiger running back, former Tiger. Kevin Falk could potentially uh, remain on staff. The other noteworthy thing that I've got for you. I'll tell you right now, uh, Brian Kelly, there's some real dudes right there. Don't, <laughs> them some real dudes. You better not be talking to those those assistant coaches like like you got no damn sense. <laughs> no. Because Dan Mullen, you know, used to try to do that stuff at Mississippi State. and um, Did not work. Deshae Townsend was like, hey, hey, man, you better check your tone. You better use your inside voice or you're going to be outside. You better check your tone. <laughs> you better check your tone. So, these coaches coming down here to the South think they're going to talk to anybody any type of way. It's not going to happen. Not going to work. Uh, K- 
Kentucky and Mark Stoops have agreed to a new contract extension. And the gist of it is that he is now under contract through 2027. And every time Mark Stoops wins seven games in a season, his contract will be extended one year. And every time Mark Stoops wins ten games, it'll be extended two more years. And with the way Stoops is winning, you know, six, seven games a year, I I think he's going to add a year pretty much every year. It tells you all need to know about the expectations of Kentucky football. They are content. And, look, I I laugh at at their expectations of Kentucky football, but at least they recognize it. At least they recognize it. Did uh, you agree with the college football playoff rankings last night? One through four, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State five, Notre Dame six. Yep. Any complaints there? Nope. Nope. I think. I mean, I think there's another weekend of uh, potential movement, but I think that's the that's the right four. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Cincinnati would rather play Michigan than than playing Georgia first, but no. But I mean, they they got to beat down um, Houston in in that in their what, AAC championship game. They, that's what they have to do. Now Alabama has not been playing at a high level, but Alabama has a chance to to really be at number two if they beat Georgia on, on Saturday. Michigan had a big win against Ohio State. That's why they're currently number two, and they play Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. So we'll see how they play. But Cincinnati, I, I think. That's a good place for them at four. I think that's fair. I, I mean, I, I can't put them above Alabama. I can't put them above Michigan. Four is where they belong. And then Oklahoma State is a team on the outside looking in, but they do have an opportunity to beat Baylor in the Big 12 championship and um, possibly get into the top four if somebody slips up. And then Notre Dame. somebody probably will. Yeah, that's usually what happens. And then, you know, poor Notre Dame players, they got to – they, they trying to get into the college football playoff without a without a coach. They don't even have a coach. That's wild. That is so whack. That is so whack that these players have done everything the coaches asked them to do, and they have a chance to get in. They are right there with the opportunity to get in. If they do, it will be without their head coach. That is that is crazy. I mean, I understand a coach leaving if you fail to you know reach expectations, and, and especially Notre Dame or a place like you know, Alabama, Texas, whatever. You don't get to a big time uh, either bowl game or college football playoff, but to leave even before the story has been told, before you even know one hundred percent that you're not going to be one of those top four teams. That's that is so wild to me. But decorum and how you supposed to do things. You you know you tell the players how to handle themselves with class and integrity. You preach that to the players all the time, but coaches don't they don't do what they tell their players to do. No. Let me give you these scenarios. Alabama loses. Who are you putting in the playoffs? 
Uh, Oklahoma State if they win. So it depends on what Oklahoma State does. Yeah, I w- I would imagine if Cincy were to lose, same same applies. Yeah, Cincy can't lose. Yep, same applies. What if Alabama loses to Georgia by a, a game winning field goal? Is is Alabama still in your top four, or does it depend on? What Cincinnati does? What would you be willing to leave Alabama in if Cincinnati were to lose? If Cincinnati lose, I think it just moves up Oklahoma State. Moves up Oklahoma State, and then move to Notre Dame one one game closer. Alabama, even though that you know their schedule is harder than um, Notre Dame's and harder than than Oklahoma State, it's really hard to make a case for them to get in with two losses. If um, if you have other teams that are playing really really well. With only one loss, and Alabama really hasn't passed the eye test this year, as as wild as as that sounds. Especially, Just, well, especially the last couple of games, the la- the last month, uh, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going back to the Tennessee game, really, Tennessee, LSU, Arkansas, Auburn. They they have not really passed the eye test. They have they, they passed have, they they passed the test of being one of the four best teams in the country. Yes, but. You you couple that eye test with two losses, and I, I don't think that they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I I'll be real curious to see how the playoff shakes out if we just have complete chaos this this weekend. Like, what happens if Alabama loses by a field goal to Georgia, Cincinnati loses, and Oklahoma State loses? That that will be real interesting. Does does Notre Dame? Get in at that point? Does a two-loss Alabama team get in at that point? Does Ohio State, who's seventh, do do they shoot back up? This is tough, man, because I said I don't want to watch Notre Dame, you know, be in a college football playoff, but I kind of want to see them in there without a coach. I kind of do now. <laughs> I want to see I want to see them in there without a coach, man, see how that's going to work. And and, and here, here's my thing with that conversation. I get it, and I agree with you, but, like, if if they're a one loss team and that situation breaks out, I, I realize that most people don't want to see them, but they deserve to be in, regardless of whether people want to see them or not. And at the end end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah, in my opinion, Dennis Dodd said that about him making fifteen million dollars. Good for Dennis. Yeah, Dennis Dodd said that about Kelly making fifteen million dollars, which was uh, whoever said it. It was wrong. It was wrong. J.D. Vall says, y'all know Hypo has those white New Balances on, on uh, when he's grilling out. Oh, yeah. Hypo has swag, man. This, this is what Hypo cares about. Football. Aces and O's. Ball. That's it. Just ball. That's it. And um, Hypo went on the Eric Ain show and basically said, I mean, for himself, that he's, you know, happy where he is. And listen, every coach says that before they leave, but we told you on Monday and kind of spelled it out that if Hypo is leaving, it ain't to Oklahoma. It is not to Oklahoma. So people were trying to put two and two together just because he played there, but guys, that relationship is not healthy. It's the reason why I went into detail of why it's not healthy. I heard Hypo's a Catholic, though. Yeah. Whatever. That's why I tweeted what I tweeted at the beginning when Lincoln Riley went to old, went to uh, USC 
and I tweeted a, a, a gif or gif of Eddie Murphy sitting down, sipping on his drink, relaxing, not worried. It's the reason why I did that. Never worried about Josh Heifel going to Oklahoma because I know the backstory. And tried to share that with y'all without too many details, but glad that Josh Heupel, you know, came out and said what he said. He was never leaving. <laughs> he was never leaving. So let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. No, you can't negative recruit Tennessee about him going to Oklahoma. That looks like that's going to be Brent Venables or something. So let's ride. 865-255-03. Be right back. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Hey, it's Men's Health Month, so make sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness. Low T Center now offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, self-pay, or is covered by most health insurance. And they ship directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. 
Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Twentyvent20vent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, bringing you Attaboy here at the program where we highlight positivity and good stories. And uh, we have one for you today. Well, Ben has one for you today. Where's he going, Ben? What's yours? Meant to mention this yesterday, but Jalen Wright, Tennessee's freshman running back, gets an Attaboy because he was the SEC Freshman of the week after rushing for a game high and career high, 112 yards on 15 carries against Vanderbilt on Saturday. Also rushed for a touchdown and did a really good job stepping up in an injured backfield, averaging 7.5 yards per carry, while 46 of his rushing yards came after contact. Was part of a Tennessee ground attack that finished with 285 rushing yards, 100 yards above what Vanderbilt came into the game allowing per game. Had a 10-yard rushing touchdown in the fourth quarter. And in the entire month of November, Jalen Wright led all SEC freshmen in rushing yards per game and total rushing yards. So, attaboy to Jalen Wright. Big time. Big time right there. How about this, man? An innocent man who served 43 years in prison for a crime he did not commit was released uh, from the Missouri Penitentiary. Kevin Strickland was 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 freed uh, after being sent to prison in 1979. Um, a GoFundMe campaign was launched, and it raised $1.65 million dollars. To try to help, it's, listen. There's not amount of money. There's not an amount of money that can repay someone for losing time. You can't buy years that he lost because he was wrongfully uh, accused of a crime he did not commit. Uh, but it just shows that, and a reminder that there there are good folks out here that don't have to know you. Tell me if I'm true on this one. Man, there's 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 folks on Twitter that you don't know that love you and care about you and do more for you and, and say things that lift you up sometimes in the people that you know. It's in your corner. 
supposed to be in your corner. And things like this just remind you that they are a lot of people that man, they just want they just want to do good things for other people. They don't have to know you to do that. They don't have to know you. They're just doing it because it's the right thing to do. So um, this is a this is a sad um, but feel good attaboy that thousands of people that did not know Kevin Strickland said, hey, man, he was done wrong, and we're going to try to do what we can to, to help. Raise $1.6 million. Um, decades, decades of this innocence. Mm-hmm. 865-255-03. Hour two is coming up around the corner. Hour number one was brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. HappyHiller.com. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Stay with us. Be right back.